Frequency Cast. Startup in progress. Hi, and welcome to Frequency Cast, the UK's digital TV and technology show. At Frequency Cast, it's our mission to keep you up to date with today's tech, answer your questions, and keep you entertained along the way. Our shows are driven by your feedback. You decide what we talk about, and we'll do the rest. Here's what we'll be looking at in today's show. Show 82. We report on Gadget Show Live in London. Hands-on at the launch of the Nintendo Wii U. The world's thinnest Freeview HD recorder. Your questions and comments from a ham radio event. Plus, wheels, DAB and rabbit ears. First off, here's Pete with the latest TV and tech news. Frequency cast. Now loading. News. News time, and the first item is some advance warning for Freeview viewers. If you're one of our regular listeners, you'll be aware of our warning that you can expect some Freeview disruption from 2013, when the new 4G networks get launched. If you remember, over a million homes will need a TV aerial filter to keep watching Freeview. Well, it looks like in 2018 there'll be some further disruption, as we can expect the new 5G data networks to start occupying the 700 MHz range used by Freeview. This means that Freeview will have to move frequencies. The proposals aren't finalised, but if they go ahead, some viewers may have to replace their TV aerials, stand to lose some channels, or will need to upgrade to a Freeview HD box by 2018. Not good news. On the plus side, to help the migration to Freeview HD, up to 10 HD channels may be advertised by Ofcom. Although, as there were no takers for the fifth Freeview HD slot, it's not clear who'll take these new 10. Interesting times ahead. Got a comment? Visit our news blog. Next, some good news for BT Vision and BT UView customers. 11 new channels are on the way, delivered over broadband. These include three channels from Discovery, two from National Geographic, two Eurosport channels, Gold, Watch, Alibi and FX. Next, if you're still one of those people using Windows Messenger, formerly MSN Messenger, for your chat, please note that by April 2013 it'll be gone. Your options, the Microsoft-owned Skype or Facebook's Messenger. Next, Sky Plus users with an iPhone, iPad or iPod Touch note that the new iOS app lets you control your Skybox over Wi-Fi. You can change channels, fast-forward through the ads and, best of all, manage existing and future recordings. The reviews are mixed, but it works for us. Staying with Sky, its new on-demand movie service, Now TV, is now available on the £49 Roku Media Player. The Roku, if you're not familiar with it, offers Netflix, the BBC iPlayer and has Wi-Fi and HD. Handy for anyone without an internet-enabled TV. Link on our show notes. Some other snippets. A redesigned iTunes has just been released. iTunes 11 has a mini view, up next feature and a new look store. We're also hearing rumours of an Apple iWatch. Now there's already an Android one, the Sony Smartwatch, which pairs to Android phones and has just dropped to the bargain price of £65. And finally, regular listeners to local radio will be familiar with their station's jingles. Well, from next year there'll be a radio station dedicated to just playing jingles. 
Jingle Mad Radio, playing jingles from today and yesteryear, is testing now, and you can listen online at jinglemadradio.com. Great for anoraks and enthusiasts, the station has secured permission from the world's leading jingle makers and also carries top-of-the-hour jingle news. Let's hope they include one of ours. Thanks, Pete. For more news stories, go to frequencycast.co.uk forward slash news. Jingle lovers at the ready, here's one of ours. Frequency cast, now loading. Focus. Focus time, and for today's show, Kelly and I are out and about. We're actually in London. Where are we, Kelly? We're at the Gadget Show Live at Christmas in London. And how are you finding it so far? I'm quite excited so far. It's been fun. We've had an interesting day. We've been here about an hour so far. We've had a quick spin around, bumped into Jason Bradbury, which is always good fun, and uh, having a mooch around at some of the amazing kit that's here. So have you seen anything that's impressed you so far today? I'm really looking forward to going and seeing the cat litter tray. I feel like I've gone for a whole cat theme here, but I just like the idea that I would never have to change a litter tray again. Okay, I must admit that's not the most impressive gadget I've managed to find here today, but uh, we'll continue our little stroll around and uh, see what we shall find. We're at the launch of the new Wii U, and Pete's having a little go at the moment. So, Pete, what are you getting up to? This is great. I've been looking forward to seeing the Wii U. I've been a Wii user ever since they came out. This is the new Wii U, and it's got a, uh, a rather odd controller. When I've looked at this, it looked a bit like a tablet device with the controls, and I thought it was going to be incredibly cumbersome. But actually, playing Super Mario Brothers here, it's not bad. It's a nice, comfy handhold. The weird thing is, though, is you've got a touchscreen tablet in your hand. So I can look at the big screen where I'm watching the gameplay at the moment, but if I get distracted or I'm in two-player mode, I can look at the smaller screen, which is bigger than an iPhone screen, smaller than an iPad screen, and actually, it's not bad. Front-facing camera, so you can use it for webcam and to take pictures and everything else, and also it's in HD, so you've got a high-quality version of the, uh, of the play here. It's a comfy hold. You've had a hold, haven't you? I have had a hold. It's actually not that bad. It's quite light. I don't know if I'm as convinced as you are, though, Pete, I have to say. Where you've got a game where there's activity on the screen, but maybe you need a map in front of you, you can actually kind of have dual screen. Okay, so how are you actually getting on with, I believe you're playing Mario Brothers, no? I am playing Super Mario Brothers for the Wii U and doing very, very badly. I think I'll have to take this one home and get some practice. Okay, Gadget Show Live, this time in London. And Kelly, you look gorgeous. What have you got on your head? Thank you. Well, I have some brainwave cat ears on at the moment. You've basically got a headset on that's giving you a pair of white fluffy ears. And they're getting very excited. The more you talk to me, the more your ears wiggle. Is that a good thing? Apparently it means I'm very alert. I'm glad to hear it. Excellent. And there'll be a nice little video clip of you having a wiggle up on our website. That is true. And whose stand are we with today? Oh, we're back with NeuroSky today, one of my old favourites. And of course, we met uh, David and Boris a couple of uh, couple of years ago up in Birmingham, if I remember. We did, and now we've got the young kids, the new team. Excellent. I look forward to seeing the video of your ears wiggling on our website. Me too. I'm here at the Echo Star stand talking to Mark. Mark, just tell me what I'm looking at here. Well, it's actually the uh, the smallest or slimmest PVR in the world. Um, it's about the size of an iPad, and it was designed specifically to. Uh, reduce the amount of clutter that you've got around your uh, television set. So it's uh, a Freeview plus HD box, so it gives you all the Freeview HD channels. Um, you can also record, pause, rewind live TV, but it's also got um, 
Ethernet and Internet capabilities so you can connect to the Internet for things like um, iPlayer. So looking at this thickness, it can't have a hard drive and a fan in it for that kind of thickness. Well, it doesn't have a fan in it because it doesn't need one. It's been specifically designed so that the top is an aluminium case, so it actually dissipates the heat that way, so you don't need a noisy fan. Also, obviously, it's super slim, but it is a, actually a, a small hard disk drive in there, so it's not solid state. It's 500 gig, which gives you ample uh, space there for recording HD or standard definition programs. So. But you can currently get it through a, a wide variety of retailers for around 199 you know, typical partners are Amazon, JLP, um, also Maplins and a range of independent stores as well. We're talking to one of the fans, one of the people that like to get hands on with all the latest kit. I'm talking to uh, Leon. And where are you from, Leon? Um, West London. So what are you looking forward to seeing in the show today? Well, I was kind of looking to look at tablets and uh, games and stuff. Pretty much the cameras at the moment. Um, I like the cameras. And they had the bubble cam, which is a 360 camera, which is really fun, which I might purchase today. Well, I probably am going to purchase it. <laughs> okay, and I have to ask, are you an Android or an Apple person? Actually, Tojo have always been an Apple person, but I've kind of been swayed to the Android. I haven't got one yet, but that's why I'm looking at tablets to purchase an Android. And also I'm looking at uh, either Samsung Galaxy S3 or the iPhone 5, but at the moment I'm swaying over to the Android you can do more things with it rather than iPhone. And looking at our Kelly here, do you think she's an Android or an Apple person? Android? She's programmed. <laughs> You're programmed, Kelly. You are an Android. <laughs> yes, I am. I am actually an Android. Very well done. Kelly, what season are we in here? Well, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. It is, and you're looking at a Christmas tree. What is special about this Christmas tree, Kelly? This one snows. Okay, I'm here with Glenn, who's just making a rather unusual gesture. I think something to do with your pun there, Kelly. Uh, would that be right, sir? Kelly is full of puns today. <laughs> bless her. God bless her heart. So what are we looking at here today? Uh, well, this is a, a deluxe um, snow system, snowing Christmas tree kit. Um, it's the only thing of its kind. It's a universal kit, so you can put incorporate any Christmas tree you like, any artificial tree up to seven foot, any real tree, and it allows it to give a snowing effect indoors. Guarantees a white Christmas in your home this year. And we've just taken a picture of Kelly holding Father Christmas by this tree, haven't we? We have indeed. <laughs> Didn't Father Christmas enjoy it? Oh, he loved it. Absolutely loved it. He's going to make it his new home. He's a very lucky centre. He had a big smile on his face. That goes for certain. So I'm watching Pete at the moment going round um, on what seems to be an electric bike. I've got Guy here with me from Leftfield Bikes. What exactly is it that um, Pete's riding? It's the Veloselex, which is a pedelec designed by Pininfarina, who's Ferrari's design team. It'll do 15 miles an hour when you pedal it. You can fold it up, stick it in the back of the car. And essentially, if you're, it's equivalent of you're walking and the bike is running. So it's a bit like being on a travelator in an airport, that you do have to make the effort to move. If you're going up a hill, you go up a hill at 15 miles an hour and it feels like you're going along the flat. Now Pete's just come along. How was that, Pete? Oh, wow, this is awesome. I love this bike. You put your foot down and suddenly you're going faster than you think. I had a bit of a problem with corners. What am I doing wrong? Uh, you need to brake just before the corner, and as soon as you start to brake, the power stops. So you use a little bit of dab of back brake as you go into the corner, and then the power eases off and it floats around. But I'm imagining up hills, this is a heck of a bonus. And it's also only on half power at the moment. Oh, wow. Give me a straight line. Where's a straight line? Nice oh, one. Nice one half power, otherwise you'd end up in the fence. 
Kelly, I've never seen you looking so terrified. What have you just been doing? Um, I've just been going round on a wheel. On what's called a solo wheel from Left Bikes here. It's very mechanical. It almost looks a bit like a massive weight rather than anything else, but it's actually a wheel. You're on a racetrack and basically you're standing on a single tyre. You were carried around by two other people for safety, weren't you? Well, yeah, it's like it's like a unicycle gone mad with a little bit of electronics. Do you know you're actually shaking? I am a little bit. <laughs> I really thought I was going to fall on my face at one point and there are a lot of people watching. Is it steerable? Could you, could you get the hang of it, do you think? Yeah, I mean, the thing is you have to evenly balance yourself as soon as you get up, but then you have to keep your body perfectly aligned as you're going round. How you control it is by the movements of your feet. So you have to move your toes forward to go forward or put a little bit more weight back on the hill or then again on the sides of the foot depending on which way you're turning round. You have a tendency to want to lean forward as soon as you push down on the toes but if you do that then that means you've gone. You're, you're on the floor. There's one girl going around on it now who completely has the knack that I did not have. Um, if I had that, it would be absolutely fantastic. It looks really great. I'd love to whiz past somebody casually on a high street on one. Right, we're going to see if we can put up a video of you being walked around on one as well as this young lady whizzing around the track. Kelly, thank you very much. You can have a rest now. Thank you. Well, we've recorded so many interviews here today that we're not going to be able to fit all of these into our December show. So what we're going to do is hold off some of our interviews over until the next couple of shows. That will include products from EchoStar, the Rode Pixel Journey Recorder, more on the Bubble Picks, and a behind-the-scenes peek at Dragon's Den. We'll also be putting some longer versions of the interviews that we've recorded here up on our website later in the month, so do keep an eye out. We've also been recording some video for the first time and that should be available a couple of days after the show is released. So check out frequencycast.co.uk forward slash GSL. We also want to say hi to some of the other people that we've seen here today, including the folk from Fitbit, the guys from Boogie Board, the team with the next-gen USB programmable torch we featured a while back, and our good friends with the best gadget cleaning kit out there, Screen Clean, now available from the Argos catalogue. Right, Kelly, what's next? I'm currently looking at some unusual mirrors. They look the same, you still have the same beautiful frames, but these actually hold a TV. Now I'm with Sunny. Sunny, would you like to tell us a little bit more about what we've got here? Yeah, we have um, LED mirror televisions. When you switch them off, they are perfect reflection mirrors. When you switch them on, you get a full HD 1080 picture quality come through. We found that a lot of ladies don't like having TVs in the room because it ruins their designs um, and a lot of the gents, they, they, it's compulsory for them to have a TV in the room. We've integrated touchscreen technology. So tell me about the touchscreen, what's, what's integrated into that? Okay, the touchscreen mirrors we have are multi-touch, they work just like your iPhone. So if you click and zoom, um, you can go browse your websites, view um, YouTube, things like that, and it's all at touch of your fingertips. And whereabouts can I get these from? You can get them from www.designermirrortv.com. But talking to a gentleman that we first met last year, I think it was, in Birmingham, Mr. Tom Lawton from... Uh, from Bubble Picks, yeah. Kelly, how impressed are you with this? Ridiculously impressed. It's my favourite thing here today, I think. 
So what it is, it's a case that clips onto your iPhone 4 or your iPhone 5 and has a sort of a, a torpedo-y thing that clips into the case that can let you take 360 degree still or video. Hey, well listen, let me show you one of the latest bubbles that I've done that the BBC have got really excited about. You know, last week we've had these crazy floods all over the country. Unfortunately, my town got completely annihilated by the rain. And uh, the BBC came to town with, with their whole circus and uh, I put my bubble scope out. Before, this is before the TV crews had arrived, so people can check this out on bubblepix.com. The lady here, she's a radio interviewer, and she's doing an interview with my neighbour, bless her, whose house is underwater here. You can see where her door is there, and it's like three foot underwater. They, the fridge is floating through the lounge. You've got the whole story. You know, they are talking about the context of their garden and the floods. You can see where the river lies, you can see the whole thing and it really demonstrates why Bubblescope is an effective storytelling tool. They've done a radio piece, I've put this onto bubblepix.com on Twitter, they've linked the two together so now the listeners can kind of watch the bubble and they've all got a picture. Well Kelly, we're in a very, very famous place now aren't we? We're actually on the telly. We are. Where are we? On the Gadget Show sofa. We are. They've got a mock-up of the Gadget Show TV studio here. We could be the new Polly and Jason, what do you think? We could, but I think we kind of have the faces for radio. Do you think? Do you think we should stay this side of the microphone then? Yeah, I think we're a lot better this side of the microphone, but I guess everybody else can check that out and see. So, yes, we'll be putting up a little video of us sitting on the sofa. You're actually in Jason's spot, I think, and I'm in, I'm in Pollyanna's. I think that sounds about right for you, doesn't it? <laughs> Now, Kelly, we've done lots on fitness products, haven't we? We have. Not that you've enjoyed that at all. And we're here talking to Kevin. Kevin, tell me your company name, please. The company name is Moveband UK. Well, the Moveband is a simple, stylish, wrist-worn pedometer. So it's actually an accelerometer, a bit based like the Nike Fuel Band with a bit of a difference. It's accessible to all. And the reason I say that is because the price point is extremely affordable. Okay, so we've got our Fitbits, which are about 80-odd pounds. The Nike Fuel Band is something like 120. So this is in that kind of ilk, and it's also got a USB socket and everything else. Where do you fit between all of those prices? <laughs> Below? <laughs> um, well, put it this way, if you buy it online, it's 27.99. And that's it? But it gets better, because with this device, it's interchangeable. So say you've got an aerobics class, say you're going out for a walk with a dog, and you've got, mm, I've got a, a pink outfit on, let me choose a pink band. Is that going to cost me another £89? No, it's not. It's going to cost me around about £7. But I think that the most important thing for me is the doing part. The move band is clever because it's simple. What's your favourite colour to go with your phone? Purple. Purple, we've got purple. Perfect, I'm sold, it's done. So the website address is movebanduk.co.uk. And just to be clear, there's no E in MOVE, is there? So it's actually M-O-V-B-A-N-D. And we'll have some pictures up on our website. And our address, Kelly, is... www.frequencycast.co.uk I'm actually here with Ben from Fridger. And we've currently got up on a hanger a shirt that looks incredibly creased. So can you tell us exactly what you're about to do to get these creases out? Sure. Uh, this is an alternative to ironing. So instead of your conventional iron with a, an ironing board, what you're doing is vertically ironing. So you get a stand with a hanger and pegs. Uh, you turn it on and it takes just 45 seconds to heat up. 
and uh, it's quite simple. You just pinch the material at the bottom and glide the steam ahead over the creases and they fall out. But then you can also do dry clean only things. So, you know, without getting that horrible shine, which is when you're burning it with an iron, it makes life a lot easier. Okay, and where can people find that? If you just go to our website, which is fridger.com, that's F for Freddy, R I D for dog, J for jam, A for apple.com, you can go over there and you can peruse to your life's content. Fantastic, and men have no excuse from now on. Neither do women. Very good. <laughs> Okay, we've taken a few minutes to have a little seat. Which uh, stand are we on now, Kelly? We're at O2. And you're looking for a brand new Blackberry, aren't you? I am. It's about time. My one's dying. Fair enough. Uh, Kelly, we've had a tweet in. I sent out a tweet when we got here asking if anyone had any requests of things that we should look at at the show today. Uh, who's this one from, Kelly? This is from Stuart J. Skinner. Um, he said, uh, don't suppose you mean singing Jingle Bells in Klingon as a request? Okay, Kelly, do you fancy doing a sing-song for me? I would love to, but I don't think I can do it in Klingon. Right, can you say, Ko-cho-cha? Ko cha Right, now do that as Jingle Bells. Okay, we'll do it together. Are you ready? Are you ready? Ko-cho-cha! Ko-cho-cha! Ko-cho-cha-cha-cha! There we go, Stuart. Don't say we don't do anything for you. Kapala. Now, forget all this high-definition TV stuff. What really does it for me is good old broadcast radio. And I'm here at a stand selling nothing but DAB digital radios. I'm talking to Lizzie from Avis. Hello. Hello. And you've got a lovely range of new DAB radios, some hi-fi-y type ones and some portable ones. Just talk me through the products we've got here. We've got um, a selection of digital radios. We've also got a selection of Bluetooth wireless speakers. So um, our digital radios, we've brought four with us today. We've got the classic finish with the nice wood beach finish. Finish. We've also got two in high gloss black finish. The two in high gloss black finish, one comes with um, an iPod dock and the other comes without the iPod dock. They're both exactly the same. They have 20 preset stations. They've got digital radio and FM and they're both DAB plus. So you can get digital radio wherever you want as long as you've got the signal. Excellent. Well, that's a pretty impressive range. You've got a portable device as well. That is amazingly light. We've looked at these before, but this is a nice nifty little portable. Now, if I've got this right, there is this weird plan for FM radios to be kind of switched off and us all to be moving over to, to DAB at some point. Yeah, I mean, there's a big campaign being launched recently by Digital Radio UK and the BBC. They've launched um, D-Love um, about spreading the love for digital radio. So it's, the whole plan is to actually implement digital radio in the same way they implemented digital TV and eventually cut off the analogue signal. How long that will be is uncertain at the moment, but we're at the forefront of it. We're quite happy to support the digital radio campaign and we want our digital radios to sit in everyone's kitchens in the, around the country. Marvellous. So if someone wants to get their hands on some of this lovely radio kit, where would they go? You can get our products um, via very.co.uk and littlewoods.co.uk. And we also are selling in um, a number of Euronic stores. Check out abestdigital.co.uk on Google and online. Now, as well as the more high-end expensive motorbikes and motorcycles and robots and things, we like to take a look at some of the, uh, the, the more lower-priced solutions. And we found a rather good one here, haven't we, Kelly? We have. I quite like this one. And this is to solve that lovely problem of your phone needing to be secured while you're driving. Basically, it's a little pad that slides into your CD player. You can still play your CDs on it, but then you can put anything on it, like your phone, change, lipstick for me, um, or your Tom Tom. Literally leave it on there and it won't slip off. You can use it time and time again. You never need to actually change the sticky pad. And now a little birdie told me that you've also won a, a very good award this year. 
Yes, we're absolutely delighted to win the actual British Invention of the Year award. And under 10 quid as well, is that right? It's the, it is, it's 9.95. They can actually buy it online at www.cdslotmount.com. This is the cat genie. Go on then, tell me what it is. Basically, it's like your cat litter tray, but it's a piece of tech that cleans up after your cat for you. It's a fully automatic cat toilet and it washes and cleans the litter, which is reusable, so it's very environmentally friendly. But it is basically a cat poo device, isn't it? It's not quite an iPad. No, it's not quite an iPad, but um, if you see one, you'll see that it looks quite like a toilet and it is quite a posh cat toilet, really. Well, Kelly, it's six o'clock on a Friday the 30th of November. How's your day been? It has been fantastic and exhausting. You see, you wore some high heel boots there, didn't you? That was probably a mistake, wasn't it? I know, it was a really stupid thing to do. My feet kill. What have you seen that's particularly grabbed you? I have to say, I absolutely love the electronic bikes. I wish I could have got to grips with them, because if I had, then they would have been absolutely fantastic. Other than that, I think I've been convinced I need a bubble picks. We've looked at world's first 84-inch Ultra HD TV from LG. We've played with the Wii U, which of course is just out, the new games console for Christmas. You enjoyed that, didn't you? I did, that was fun. We've seen some products from people like TomTom, Canon, HTC. Microsoft have been here pushing their Windows 8 interface, which I'm not particularly convinced about. And what about the atmosphere from the people that have been here? Have you found people on the stands have been warming to you when you come up to talk to them? I think everybody here is generally quite passionate about what they do and it grabs you, you know. It's nice to be around that, that sort of energy. And what we'll be doing is we'll be putting up some photos and possibly even some video up on the website. And of course, Kelly, the address is www.frequencycast.co.uk forward slash GSL Kelly, thank you very much. I think it's uh, down the pub now, isn't it? It is, absolutely, and mine's a large one. Frequency Cast, now loading. Interaction. The part of the show where you get to have your say. Got a question or a comment? Please get in touch. Well, we thought it would be far too tricky to do the interaction feature from here at Gadget Show Live in London, so we've actually managed to get the questions recorded a couple of days ago. We have, and here's Tom to tell us where from. We're in an isolated part of the country in the open playing amateur radio today. And of course, Tom is one of my amateur radio buddies. Now, Kelly, how is your amateur radio revision going? You've got your exam soon. Yeah, I have. Um, I'm looking forward to the Christmas break so that I can get that done properly. We're also joined by some other amateur radio chums, including James. It's uh, nice to be here. The call sign is 2E1GUA. And Dean. M6BYF. And also with us was Jim, 2E0RMI, who we've heard from before. And here's Jim to ask us the first question. OK, this is from Thomas. I'm an 83-year-old pensioner and have had a new smart meter installed. It seems to be showing a higher than normal use. Are there any meters, not too expensive, that I can use to monitor actual use of power used other than the EDF fitted meters? Well, as far as we know, there are no domestic meters that you can buy to monitor your gas consumption, so you're going to have to trust the smart meter there. As for electricity, well, there are several power meters that you can get. They typically have a transmitter which clamps around one of the leads on your incoming electricity supply and a receiver with a screen to show consumption. As they're using inductance, they're not going to be as accurate as the home's electricity meter, but they will give you an idea. And oh yes, there's still no news on when British Gas will be installing our smart meter, so we can put it to the test. Shame. Now a message from Andy Berry. 
how's your weather station doing? You may be interested in my website at weather.dragontail.co.uk. The weather data is driven from a Raspberry Pi connected to the Maplin USB weather station. It can be left on all the time for minimum cost and uploads to the website every 10 minutes. The software is Python-based and instructions on how to configure are on my website. Excellent. And it's not a bad website as well. Uh, Jim, do you do anything with weather by any chance? Weather stations or anything like that? No, but it sounds interesting, so I will give this one a look, definitely. It's a little USB thing. It's got a remote sensor that sticks on the outside of your house, USB receiver on the inside, and it connects to the internet to stream your weather data. And uh, the Raspberry Pi is one of these little 25-quid computer boards, so a very nice economical way of doing it. Next question then, Jim. Okay, from Darren Nay. Is it true that Microsoft will be doing away with Windows Live Messenger by Easter next year and replacing it with Skype? Windows Live Messenger is far better. Yes, it's true, unfortunately. Microsoft bought Skype in 2011 and has been putting their efforts into Skype as their main communication tool. Windows Live Messenger, formerly MSN Messenger, has something like 100 million users and they'll be apparently able to import contacts into the new version of Skype to make the transition a bit easier. Do you use any uh, instant messaging, Jim? I use Skype and that's very useful, So, um, but I don't use Live Messenger. Thanks very much to Jim there. And uh, Kelly, do you use Instant Messenger? No, not really. I use Skype and Facebook mainly. Which do you prefer of the two? I think Skype is better in terms of speed um, and you tend not to have so many problems with that. But I generally tend to find that most of my friends are on Facebook, so I end up using Facebook more often. That's fair enough. Okay. And now time for a podline call. The video senders are online. You say that work with B+. What about the new TiVo package for video senders for working with uh, Virgin? Online only says it's for the V plus box. What about um, the TiVo boxes? Thank you. Well, the answer to this question is yes. Most of the wireless video senders seem to work with the new Virgin TiVo boxes. And here's the tip. Apparently, the TiVo Commander app for Android makes controlling your TiVo from another room a doddle. Great tip. Thanks, Pete. Well, that's all of your feedback for today's show. If you want to get in touch, to comment on what you've heard today, or to ask us a question, here's how to get in touch. You can call us on 0208 133 4567 and leave us a voicemail. Or you can text us on 07882 043 521. Or send us a mail via the Contact Us button on our site. And if you're doing your Christmas shopping on Amazon, please remember to use the Amazon link on our site as it helps our funds. The address is frequencycast.co.uk forward slash Amazon. And also, please remember to vote for us for this year's podcast awards. The link's on our show notes. Yep, make sure you do. Until the next show. Bye-bye. Frequencycast. Shutdown in progress. Thanks for listening to today's FrequencyCast. For news updates and to get in touch with us, go to frequencycast.co.uk. While you're there, click the Add Us to iTunes button. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Just search for FrequencyCast. Our shows are driven by your feedback, so please get in touch and tell your friends. Frequencycast.